cliffcentral.com She works hard for my money Anthea, she works hard for your money Anthea, she works hard for her money So we better treat her right Anthea Alright, here she is. Hi Anthea, what's up? Good morning. Still the only acid manager in the country with her own song. Yes, damn right. So I, I think the macro news that I'm going to tell you is probably not new. It's big news, you know, South Africa, second no. quarter oh, GDP. The big R word. That's right. Recession. Yeah. So it's a technical recession. And yeah. I was going to come in on Friday and talk about how, what a technical, remind you what a technical recession is and say, oh, you know, BS to the technical word, it really is a recession. But actually this weekend I was in Hyde Park Shopping Center and there did not look like a recession. I could not find oh. a table at my favorite restaurant. People were shopping bags. I was like, huh. is, is the elite 1% of this country just absolutely not affected by this recession? They aren't. No, it's, it's Anthea. What's that? It's called credit cards. Yeah. Oh, yes. Good point, Yes. Ben, good eh? point, Ben, that and people we'll are talk, living on yeah, borrowed money. We'll talk about first round put out results later, and, and Ben's actually probably hit the nail on the head. Uh, but it's still, it's, it's an interesting phenomenon that's happening. Like the consumer... Either the consumer is just completely used to what's been going on for the last two years and doesn't care anymore and is still out there and shopping. I I don't think we're going to shop ourselves out of a recession. We're not – the consumer is not that healthy. Um, But, yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, so the the GDP contracted by 0.7%. And, you know, the the other part, the other problem with this is that emerging markets under huge amounts of pressure, and that's got nothing to do with us. I think our recession, those are our own, own goals. But the emerging market problems we're having with Turkey and Argentina and the fact that we get lumped together with them, that's just bad timing for us. That's really unlucky. And, of course, you've seen the RAND, right? Uh, Well, yes. Tell us about that. Where is it at the moment? To the dollar, 15.27, to the euro, 17.63. And I bought euros a couple of weeks ago with a 15 handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, what happened? Um, and then the pound, 1972. Oh, it's getting close to 20, huh? Mm-hmm. So, so this is not great. So this, and this really puts the Saab in a very difficult position because the Reserve Bank targeting of inflation to three to six percent, to do that, they need to raise interest rates. But with a weaker rand, an economy under pressure, I can't imagine that they would want to raise interest rates very soon, even though the weaker rand will obviously lead to higher inflation, especially with the oil price still firmly yeah. at the $75 or even higher level. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Moody's came out. They downgraded our growth, and now we're all worried about whether or not we're going to get downgraded again. So this like perfect storm seems to be forming around oh, South Africa Don't you wish again. Jacob Zuma was back? It almost <laughs> well, seems like it was better. Well, he's still available, so yeah. he says. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes, yes, let's bring that back. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, in other words, uh, <laughs> and the government, what about this ridiculous subsidizing the petrol price, which is going to save us like five cents a liter? Yeah. Well, it's nothing. So, so it's and then going it's going to go up again. Well, exactly. So they're going to save us five cents. No, they're saving us twenty-five cents. They're they're putting the petrol price up by five cents a liter, and it should have gone up between twenty-five and thirty cents a liter. So they're subsidising the twenty-five to 30, oh, yeah, uh, twenty-five cents. Call it, and you know it's costing us four hundred million rand. So you think you're saving on petrol, but if you're a taxpayer, oh uh, yeah, there's four hundred million rand in that budget that is now needs to uh, a hole that needs to be filled, and of course we've got October medium-term budget policy speech oh. coming up. So the ratings agencies are going to be watching us very carefully. 
All right, now let's move on to the companies. Maybe there's lots some news Lots of companies. There. Whoa, right. lots, lots of news there. So the first one was Supergroup. I mean, so this is a supply chain management, fleet management, transport and logistics company. Mm-hmm. Um, they bought a UK company called SG Fleet in 2016. They reported 154% operating profit recovery wow. for the year. Uh, that is just phenomenal. Some people know how to milk a dry economy, huh? In- incredible. They, they've done fantastically well. To bounce back It's a company that really struggled a couple of years ago And uh, yeah So now they've managed to really Make some sizable acquisitions They've really got quite a strong balance sheet So still sufficient resources to make more sizable acquisitions They're on a one year forward price earnings ratio of 10 times And by now you know that that is cheap So there's your stock pick of the week Alright Super group Tell um, me about Discovery. Okay, so Discovery, wow, phenomenal set of results, believe it or not, in this environment. Normalized diluted headline earnings per share up 16%. No doubt that Chinese business, Ping On, doing incredibly well. Increased profits 84%. And this is now what? I mean, the third year I'm telling you about Ping On and how every year they just increase profits. They've increased Discovery, their disclosure, so their IRR, their um, Internal rate of return came in at 26% compared to their hurdle-free, uh, their risk-free hurdle rate of 10%. They've reduced their cash buffer a little bit from what, 2.1 billion rand to 1.7 billion rand, but hmm. still very comfortable. And then the other important thing about Discovery is that the Registrar of Banks has previously, because you know Discovery are applying for their banking license. Mm-hmm. So the Registrar of Banks said, well, actually, if you if they're doing that, they're going to have to buy First Rand's 25% stake in the Discovery Card and take their Discovery Card onto their own banking license. That's going to cost, cost them a whopping 1.8 billion Rand. Hmm. They're not going to use the cash, don't worry. They're going to issue new shares to do that. All They've right. still got time. And then, I mean, First Rand also reported also a fairly decent set of results, headline earnings up about 8%. But this is what was interesting that Ben noted on the credit card side or, or the credit side, I should say. Retail advances increased by 7%. That's the best in all the four banks. I mean, in this tight economic environment, who is giving the consumer credit? Apparently, it's first rand. <laughs> so if you're looking wow. for a loan. <laughs> and then not only that, but they managed to lower their um, credit loss ratio. In other words, bad debts. Oh, I don't, okay. I don't so they... actually know how they're doing it. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. So, let's, so to, let's just hope Marcus Eust is in charge of their books, otherwise there's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Mark, no God, Marcus. What is, a douchebag. Did you, you hear him? You saw him in Parliament. Good Lord. Oh, my. Uh, sounded like someone who just come out of. Yeah. Totally. You know, what's going on there? Did you watch that thing and, and did you have a, a tear in your eye? Oh, my. You I, couldn't, you couldn't believe you were lied to. Could not believe it. And, and everything about it, you know, the, the, the way he bitch. wouldn't take responsibility for it. He's yeah. blaming everybody else. Mm-hmm. He has no shame, though. None. It, it, it's shocking. And the fact that he sounds like he's just, uh, like, crawled out of uh, primary school education, <laughs> tongue-tied and hardly able to string a sentence together. The guy's always, barely literate. Well, we always knew that about him. We I had didn't. a joke in the office because wow. <laughs> when he presents results, he, he sounds so <laughs> shit. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize he sounded like that. He's, he's like a, he's like the kind of, um, sounds like a poor white. Our favorite line is, over to you, Steve, in America. <laughs> oh, shit. So you guys had jokes. Look at you. You guys had jokes, huh? Wow. No, all right. Not great. Uh, all right. Let's wrap it up with the rest. Capitec. Um, 
Oh, yeah. And the other thing, Capitech put out a trading statement, and they're saying that headline earnings per share will grow between 18 and 21%. And again, it has to do with this lower um, credit impairments or net interest income, which we're looking for. So, yeah, lots of companies reporting locally. We have to talk about some of the offshore stuff, Gareth. Have I got All time? All right. Yes. <laughs> you know what? You can go. Okay. So first, I want to start with Amazon. Because they became the second trillion dollar listed U.S. Mm. company after Apple. It's only taken them 24 years. Sure. I know, right? Um, There's so many interesting things about this because American retail spending is still 90% bricks and mortar. And yet Amazon is streaks ahead of the other companies. It's amazing. Yeah. People are really buying into the idea. They're, they're, oh, they're, online they're, shopping, are you yeah, saying? Yeah, they're banking on that that will be the way we all end up shopping. That's what they're really saying. That's exactly right, yes. And oh. that also that Amazon has this amazing propensity to consolidate and to grow. They've really spent their last um, 22 years reinvesting in the company. And it's only in the last two years that you've actually seen profits coming through yeah. and the real growth happening. If you add it up, the top 14 Can you imagine big not, box, being, not being profitable for 20 years? That's that's a tall yeah, order. Yeah, Stay in business. Not profitable for 20 years. Not giving years. up. I sure. mean, that that just shows you nothing happens overnight. So, And if you added up the 14 top kind of big box retailers, they call them, so anything from Walmart to yep. AutoNation, they would make up Amazon in its entirety. So <laughs> change of change of guard there, right? Right. And then Jack Ma announced on Friday, Thursday or Friday, that he's stepping down as CEO of Alibaba to focus on philanthropy and his first love education. Wow, wow. yeah. Obviously right. after beating Sia, that was the next possible step. I beg your pardon? Uh, Anthea, are you shocked that I hang out in these circles? No, no, no. Yeah, a few weeks ago, yeah, while he was in the country, we spoke. I really told him that, you know, he must go back to his first love, and I'm glad he took my advice. Look at that. Now, you've got an exclusive here. Sia was the one who put this idea in Jack Ma's head. Is that good for Alibaba? I mean, they must be a little upset that he's uh, stepping down. Um, so yes, I think Alibaba will come under pressure a little bit because of it. And it's, you know, he's not just going to walk away. He's got, Mm. um, Kind of support in place, but it, it is, it's a shame. You, you know, it's a company that he started in 1999. So it's taken him 19 years to build a $420 billion company. Mm, Not yeah. bad, actually. Sure. Mm? Not no. bad at all. And he's only 54 years old. He says he might go back to teaching. And then, of course, lastly, our very own Enfant Thierry. Elon That's Musk. Elon Musk. What is the boy up to? <laughs> well, this time, yeah. He went on Joe Rogan, which just shows you, first of all, how podcasts are now the thing, right? I mean, if you didn't believe mm-hmm. me up to now, here's the proof that you've been looking for, douchebag. Uh, there were people when we started this four and a half years ago said, there's no way this podcast thing will ever work. People don't have data. People are too expensive. Nobody knows how to use their phone. Well, look at this. Joe Rogan gets Elon Musk in there. Elon Musk smokes a fat joint on the show, and now people are losing their shit. Like, this has never, totally. it's never happened before. Like, people in California are allowed to smoke weed. You didn't realize that? So, I think if 
if it has been a once-off incident, because you know he tweeted that he wanted to take the private, the company private at four hundred and twenty dollars yeah. a share, right? right? And if he had done that, and the share was trading at about that level, and then he'd gone and smoked weed, I think it would have been funny, actually. I think it would have been like a cool look at Elon Musk. But he's, he's accused a, of insider trading. Ah, but that's and that's the problem. Ah. So it's a combination of kind of now it's insider trading because the share was only trading at three hundred and sixty-nine dollars a share when he when he announced this private takeout. Um, and then he cried on some other show and said he was taking Ambien and that he's under pressure. Mm-hmm. And then after his Joe Rogan episode, two of his top executives walked out. Um, so yeah. Well, the umpire from the Serena uh, Williams match has just called up and said she, he's going to dock Elon Musk a, a billion for <laughs> oh. having a meltdown. Oh, oh no, that's already happened. The yeah. share is down 30% since yeah. his tweet. 30%. <laughs> yeah. That is so interesting. A couple interesting. of weeks, though. Yeah. The, mar- well, you the see, market doesn't. Uh, the everybody thinks empire. these these uh, billionaires are such geniuses, and then they have very human things happen mm. to them, and they do very human things, and suddenly they're just like us. And interestingly enough, then we hold it against them, yeah. as you can see oh, with people. Yeah, the thirty percent. Elon, Serena, pick your target. There's no superhuman in the world. But then the stoners, uh, avid stoner supporters, yeah, and they must have, supporters. They don't have any money. <laughs> the problem with the problem with the stoner voter base is they never get up off the couch and actually do anything. So if you're the looking w- for them to vote for you or to put their money into your business, stoners never do anything. Well, they can't except sit on the couch oh, and eat. Yeah, they're like, they've got I'm the munchies joking. and they're, they're, they're watching like 80s music videos and laughing the whole time. So you're saying it's not okay for this stoner to run a $45 billion company? Well, I don't know that he's a stoner. There are lots no. of functional... No, he's not. There are lots of functional drug users, but I think people are overreacting. It's just, you know, it's another... And he's doing this on purpose. He's an agitator. I think he's having fun. He's having fun. He's got billions of dollars. He's started and lost money. He's he's made money out of nothing. The guys, he's a genius. Just an update that Joe Rogan experienced with Elon Musk on YouTube. 8.2 million views currently. There we go. See? That's more than CNN gets every other week, every other year. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely That's eight true. million more investors for him. All right, thank you, Anthea. <laughs> Thanks, Very good. Uh, there's Anthea Gardner with the money shot. Cliffcentral.com.